The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin the Money Guy. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country and an all-around great guy. And he joins us every Sunday morning to talk about your life and your money. It's what the show's called. I'm Chris Creston. I'm the radio guy. And you can always reach Kelvin at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN or askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. If you've got a question about your money life, if you've got a question about your investments or your retirement what you want to do is don't ask Google, ask Kelvin. Hey, Kelvin, how you doing this Sunday morning? Yeah, good morning, Chris. Uh, yeah, everything good? Everything's good. Enjoying a Canada Day long weekend, uh, and making sure that uh, we, we can make the best of it and, uh, and have a good time. How are you doing? All right. I can't believe end of June already, eh? I know. Not I can't much. believe it. It just, the, the month is, the month blew by, the year <laughs> is blowing by. And so much, uh, so much has happened. So much has changed. And you know, if you're looking at uh, changes, I guess in your investments, you're looking at changes in the economy, changes in interest rates, which uh, you know uh, have continued to go up, and mm-hmm. uh, changes in inflation, which seems to be slowing down. Uh, that uh, it, it that affects the way that you've going you're going to invest. And you know, when you think about some of the uh, things you use in your life you want a finely tuned machine you know where you talk about mm. a nice car it's a finely tuned machine you talk about uh, a, a lawnmower at the beginning of the season hopefully it's <laughs> a finely tuned machine maybe it's not maybe it's like clunking around a little bit yeah. on you but uh if you want your finances to be taken away and taken away nicely you want to finely tune those as well so how do you finely tune your investments to make them right for the current economic environment. That's what we're going to be talking about here today. Right, Kelvin? Yeah. So, you know, interest rates have gone up for about eight times already for the year. And, um, you know, it looks like July 12th, they'll probably go up again, maybe a quarter of a point is what they're saying. So, you know, rising interest rates get a bad rap, you know, and for good reasons. Uh, They make credit cards and other borrowing more expensive. They wreak havoc on the markets And a slowing economy, you know, can trigger a recession. Will we have one? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we will. Um, But when any downturn, there come. There's always opportunities, chaos, and crisis, right? So it's funny, you know. Certain sectors, you know, including financials, healthcare, international equities, you know, that use the U.S. dollar, usually fare better in high interest rates environments, right? So keeping that in mind, how do we fine tune our investments? for you know continued inflation uh rising interest rates and a slower growth those are the things that i find people over the last as i made my calls out to clients those are the things that they're concerned about so i got to thinking you know if they're a concern there must be other people listening that have you know pretty much the same concerns because every time you turn on the radio rates are going up uh, gas is going up food's going everything's going up right so so we're kind of inundated with what we do so, so for investors, you know, today's market environments feel like, like the definition of unpredictability. You know, we're experiencing a lot of change in the economy. And for a matter of fact, in the world, 
you know, and that's creating some heightened market volatility, right? You know, these, these markets are very choppy. It's like push-pull type of, you know, market investors. Some of them are making rash decisions, I guess, knee-jerk reactions when they listen to certain news cycles, right? Um, so I, I, you know, I've been doing this for quite a long time, for almost 30 years, and, and we experience these kinds of things, maybe not to the volatility of rates going up now, but certain things happen that, you know, sets us back a bit. So I always think a better approach for people is to stick to fundamentals, you know, like diversification, rebalancing, and staying focused on your goals, right? I think we lose focus of our goals, our long-term goals, um, that affects, you know, the short run things that we do. I always right? look at it as like, if you're driving, you know, you got your long-term mm -hmm. goal in mind, I'm driving to the cottage. So that's a right. long-term goal. It's a, it's a bit of a, a drive away, but all of a sudden some stuff happens ahead of you and you start to look at just the car in front of you and just the car in front of you. And you're focusing on each turn as you're making it. And yeah. I'm making the drive to the cottage sound very treacherous, but that, <laughs> but that's where you start to feel in an unpredictable environment. You know, a, a, a deer ro runs out into the road and you have to swerve. And then you start to make that the habit. You start to focus on just looking at the nose right. of your windshield rather than looking at the road ahead. And, and that's, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah you're a good analogy. Yeah. I think the metaphor was running out, so I'm glad you, you interrupted me. <laughs> well, you know, and all this stuff that's going on, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't really mean that you do nothing. I mean, given the background of inflation, slower growth, you know, shifting monetary policies and again, rising interest rates, investors should look at a way to reposition their portfolios for 2023 and actually beyond 2023, right? So these steps, you know, could help you to assess, you know, proper, like proper diversification and you can align them to meet your long-term objectives. So what does that mean? What I mean is, you know, revisit your investment goals. Maybe you haven't done it in a while, you know, sit down and, and, and review your portfolio. Start by thinking about your personal goals, actually, um, and whether they've changed since your last review. Maybe they haven't, maybe they have, I don't know. But I think instead of having knee-jerk reactions about, you know, want to sell your investments and all these kind of things that we think about, maybe review your goals and see if it changed. You know, once you've updated your goals, make sure that your asset allocation strategy aligns well with them. In other words, align your investments to your risk, right? Don't take, don't take too much, um, you know, risk for, you know, those with a shorter horizon, you know, meaning imminent retirement, for example, um, you know, or plans to purchase like a second home or something, you know, you may want to have very conservative investments, you know, because God only knows that when you need your money, that's the market will fall. So take a balanced approach to where you want to go and realign your goals because sudden changes in the markets could drive the value of uh, risky investment, you know, take away what you what you really want. So I think that's very important in times like this, right? You know, think think about inflation. What does inflation, Chris, mean to you? Things cost more. The stuff that I'm buying today costs more than they did last year or the year before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think back to last Canada Day, if you're shopping or having people over for this Canada Day. What did it cost? What did you buy for a hundred bucks then versus now? That's inflation, right? Yeah. And 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 if I take it a step further, 
you know, a dollar in 1970, you need $7.84 today to buy whatever you could. Wow. That's inflation. That's, that's the power of inflation. That's that's the the buying power of your earnings losing <laughs> losing the it's the, it's power losing its buying power and uh, likely your uh, salary hasn't kept up with that inflation as quickly at least. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Think about this. You know that's only fifty three years. You know, mm -hmm. so a million dollars in nineteen seventy is seven point eight million today. Wow. So, so when we think about those things, we really have to think about our investments and where we're going to be in the next 5 to 10, 15, 20 years from now. So I, I would say as we continue with this interest rates and so on, you know, look for opportunities as you rebalance. So especially during uh, times of volatility, your selection, your, your selected asset allocations sometimes will shift you know, from investments that outperform others uh, to ones that you know that you might want to sell off or be more aggressive with. So periodic balancing, you know, selling some assets that have performed well, you know, is I think it's essential to staying properly diversified. So what the fund manager does is they adjust your portfolio within within your investments to take advantage of these kind of things. You know, mm. so so what people should really do is take out their portfolio this um, that they got you know maybe three months ago and have a look and see where what's my allocation what bonds do I have what uh, equities do I have what do I hold in my investments right um, so so what is a good investment when interest rates yeah arise what's the right place to be putting that money at this time when we're watching interest rates rise and likely continue to rise yeah, so so when interest rates rise, you know, stocks tend to fall in value because of slower future earnings. You know, um, um, what we find is you want to invest in largely um, investments like asset classes like banks, financials, you know, credit card companies, insurance companies. Those are the type of uh, in. Those are the type of holdings you want inside your portfolio when rates are rising. Because you know what? Banks are lending money at a higher rate, so they're making money. Mm -hmm. Credit card companies are raking in the money because you know they're charging 18 19%. And many people can't make the full payment. They'll make a minimum payment, right? So those are the kind of things you want to look for inside of your investment. So when I say rebalance, look at your investments and see, do I hold banks and financials and so on? And, and, you know, uh, Canadian banks are the best banks in the world. We're very safe. We pay great dividends here. Um, so look, re-look at what you're, what you're doing, right? So, so always take these type of bad things and try and turn it into a positive thing, right. you know? Um, you're not retiring today, or even if you are, you shouldn't be in these, volat these volatile things. So always look down the road you know i i i always say you know uh don't manage your own money give it to a portfolio manager and let them rebalance your money let them look at things that you don't know how to do right um so maybe after the break we'll get into more things about how to realign your money for you know higher interest rates and slower growth realigning, fine-tuning, getting it all right and in the right position. These are conversations that you can be having with your advisor. And if you don't have one, you should call Kelvin, the money guy. That's 
457-7526-416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. Click on the schedule a call link and you pick a time and date of your choosing when you can have a chat with Kelvin, the money guy, about fine-tuning your investments for the current market, current interest rate, current inflationary situation that we may find ourselves in. And and stay tuned because we're going to continue talking about this with helpful tips and places to focus as the show continues. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on Sunday morning on 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston and I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy, one of the top financial advisors in the country. And you can reach him at askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. And on that website, all sorts of helpful things past shows if you want to if you're listening to this show and you think well i'd really like to play that for my husband or my wife or my friend well you can find past shows on there and replay it for them send it over to them you can also always click on the schedule a call link and you pick a date in your time of your choosing when you can conveniently sit down and have a conversation with kelvin the money guy about fine-tuning your investments and that's what we're talking about here today we're talking about making sure that you've got the right investments, making sure that you've taken a look at your portfolio and sat down with your advisor and you can figure out where you should be in this high interest rate or higher interest rate scenario. Hey, it, interest rates have gone up really, uh, really fast <laughs> in the last uh, 12 months. It's, yeah. It has been a big uh, time for change and uh, I don't blame you if you're looking at your sort of trying to catch your breath and trying to keep up with all of it. And that's why it's helpful to have someone like Kelvin, the money guy in your corner. Kelvin, you know, we were just talking a little bit about that exact topic about fine tuning your investments. Now, where should we go next? You know, we were talking about revisiting your investment goals, looking for op- uh, opportunities as you rebalance. Um, what other tips do we have for our uh, listeners? Yeah, you know, so so before we go on, I, I don't know if people remember about two years ago, two and a half years ago, interest rates were pretty much near zero, mm-hmm. right? And they're just trying to get them back to normal, normal, normal rates around you know two to three percent. So maybe try and do the opposite of what you did. Again, there's that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, look to Costanza. Look, <laughs> Seinfeld said, "Look to the cookie." I, we say, "Look to Costanza." You do the opposite. <laughs> And good things happen. Yeah. I mean, we were buying cars and houses and doing all those. You know, money was cheap. Yeah. But we were spending like crazy. Now money is expensive. So maybe re, maybe go back to how you were. Mm-hmm. You know, evaluate your concentrated positions inside of your investments. So what does that mean? You know, if you have outsides, uh, concentrated holdings in specific companies or asset class, you know, you know, you want to carefully examine whether they still make sense for you, right? I think the time of investing money on your own, um, really you need to give that up. 
Mm-hmm. And I think you need to give it to professional money managers. I'm not a professional money manager. I'm not a portfolio builder. Like I say, we search out people to, to manage your money for you. So I think the time has come for that kind of things to happen. You know, concentrated positions at risk because you could be in certain sector. And if those sectors tank, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so those risks may be less pronounced when assets are performing well, but volatile markets in contrast underscored, I think, the importance of staying diversified. Diversified means mixing up the stuff you got, you know. So in your portfolio, if you drive a car, make sure you have oil and gas. If you have a computer, make sure you have some AI stuff in there. If you bank, make sure you have... So whatever you do, make sure that your investments are reflective of what you do because you're buying the product which means the stocks are going up or down based right. on what. You're so doing. you want maybe some big bank, maybe you want a mm-hmm. media company, you want uh, gas, you want uh, telecommunications, all those things that you know, you know yeah. you're using. You know you can't live without, and right. then that that means that it's probably likely something that others can't live without as and well. Others, exactly, other people can't live without it. So yeah, there's some you know short term pain, but I think in the long run. Uh, this is what's going on now is probably good for us. We don't look at it. We don't look at it like that now, but I think well, like everything else, when we look backwards, when we look back, you know, probably in 2024 to now, we'll say, you know what, that's okay. What this lesson taught us is to live within our means and save some money for the rainy day. Like we used to. Yeah. There's always something that happens to us when I, what I find with money that sets us back to the mean. To make us realize that we can't just go and spend money willy nilly, um, you know, and borrow money and buy fancy cars and things like that. I'm not saying I'm not saying not to live well because you should, but maybe in the interim, maybe live within your means for now, and then when things get back together, you know, go back to where you were. So, so I would say reducing concentrated holdings could give you a greater diversification to withstand unpredictable markets. So that's one thing I think people need to look at. And, and one of the biggest thing I've seen in the last, I would say, I don't know, five, five years or so, is maybe people should consider active investing. What's that? So, so passive investing is a kind is you set it and forget it. Right. Right. The strategy that remains, you know, buying and selling assets. So it's like a Warren Buffett approach, buy it and leave it alone Mm -hmm. and everything will go well. Lately in the last, I would say 10 years or so exchange traded funds, people call them ETFs. As you know, we have all these acronyms. Mm -hmm. That's what that Uh, stands for. Yeah. 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 (laughs) For instance, you know, would seek to those kind of investments seek to replicate the returns of broad indexes, meaning they buy the whole index. Right. And those are common, those are a common form of passive investments. And they'll perform really, really well when the markets are surging. If you look at your ETFs in the last little while, they've done really well. And to top it off, they, you know, they market it as, you know, no fees or very little fees. So people get attracted to those things. But at a time of slower growth and greater volatility, however, passive investments may become less effective because you're you're not 
you know, you're not trading the markets. Mm -hmm. I would say active investment and, in, you know, what that, that does, it involves, you know, funds whose managers use their experience to select as, assets um, that may outperform indexes. So meaning they don't buy the whole, they don't buy, you know, 60 companies, they pick and choose. Right. And that's what separates the good managers from, you know, you that are doing it just on your own. Right. You know so you mean? can, you know, easily say, hey, I look at these 60 companies, for example, I'm going to put my money in that. But uh, the managers are going to be looking more specifically, more narrowly at he some of the uh, individual companies who are likely to lead the pack or outperform the entire group. Yeah. Well, well think about AI, for example. That's all we're hearing about now, right? Yeah. Um, and we're hearing about the new environment and new kind of things that are happening. So, so the money managers are making a shift as well, but you as the individual investor, you're still buying all that index stuff and you're not sure what's happening. So, so while there are no guarantees that active investments, you know, will generate, will generate specific returns mm -hmm. um, or outperform passive investments, you know, their skills come to, to the forefront when the markets overall are, are growing slowly. And if the slow growth and interest rates and so on continue, you are going to need active managers, hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So this is a this is this may be the time when active managers could be meaningful value to your portfolios and complement your passive investment. So if you really love the ETFs and you think you know what you're doing, hang on to some. That's fine. But maybe split it up where half is into active and half is passive. So you have the best of both worlds. Right. So, you know, one thing people ask is, you know, what do stocks, um, you know, what do stock, what to do with your stocks if interest rates rise? Yeah, I was what thinking. I that. Mm -hmm. Well, when interest rates rise, uh, like I say, stocks tend to fall in value because of lower future earnings. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, higher inflation leads to higher interest rates which we're not which we're seeing and the reason they do it is because they want to lower they want to lower they want to stop people from borrowing to buy things and companies and you know expanding and so on so so that's where the problems come so investing need to build a people need to leave their stocks alone revamp maybe dump some and and re-exchange some things so they need to investors need to build a diversified portfolio, and that will ride out these stock markets um, ups and downs and ups and downs. Like I say, make sure you look at the your inside of your investments and what do I hold? You know what I what we find now is that like I said, the the typical money manager or the active manager, they're making shifts. They're looking at things like. Um, you know, new AI companies and how are they doing? Because it seems that's the world we're heading into. Um, so they're making shifts within the portfolio that we don't see. And and those are those are other things that we look at um, when you when you look at the value of your money and you see it's gone down. You really don't think about those things, you know. And that's where your financial advisor comes into play. These are very important times, I think, where people need to go and seek out an advisor and don't manage your money on yourself like your own. Because I think as we as we move through the year, you know, you're not going to like it. 
Yeah. The financial advisor is always in contact with fund managers, with people that manage big pensions and so on. So although they might not have a, you know, we might not have like 100% of the answer, we probably have a little bit more to tell you on how to how to sit tight and revamp your portfolio. So I would say seek out and get an advisor, call yours and have these conversations uh, with them as we head into the summer, right? So maybe after the break, we'll get into a, you know, a little bit more about how to review your holdings and see where you are. And that's coming up on your life, your money. And you know, as Calvin was mentioning, if you've got an advisor, give them a call. You can talk about these sorts of things. If you don't, though, give Calvin a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. You know, there's some things that you can do on your own and other ones where you need an advisor, you need a coach, you need someone in your corner who can help you navigate things. Because honestly, when it comes down to it, you only know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. And to have someone with you know three decades of experience available to help you out and help map your way in uncertain times in these high interest, high inflation periods, that's when you need somebody like Kelvin, the money guy on your side. AskKelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Click on the schedule call link and pick a date and time of your choosing when you can chat with Kelvin, the money guy. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned for a whole lot more of your life, your money with Kelvin, the money guy, as we continue on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. Thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot C A. And please feel free to give Kelvin a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN to get started with your plan on how to fine-tune your investments for the current economic situation. And you know, we so much has changed in the last little while. We're seeing things change on us. We're seeing interest rates uh, go up, then they pause, then they go up. And now we're looking at uh, a period where just when you think you know what's going on, something else changes on you, and, it's, uh-huh. and, and the unexpected thing happens. So now I guess you know expect the unexpected could, could be the word <laughs> of advice to the wise but if you don't if you're doing everything yourself I think the other word to the wise would be get someone like Kelvin the money guy in your corner and you know there's only so much that you can know about all these financial things and you know one of the things that I've heard and I don't quite know how it relates but is that you know you, you think that tech stocks would be a good place to park your money but why is it that they seem to uh, tech stocks seem to fall when interest rates rise? What's going on with that, Kelvin? Yeah, actually, you know, you're right. Eh? You would think tech stuff. I mean, everything today is technology, yeah. our cars, or everything we do, right? So, so tech stocks fall when interest rates rise because higher interest rates often hurt tech, uh, since those companies have a higher borrowing need. Okay, so they're borrowing for research and development, and they need 
yeah. to be able they to borrow a bunch of cash and now they're paying you know 4%, 5%, 10%, whatever the percentage yeah. is instead right. of 2 or 0 like they used to. Unless you're unless you're like a Apple who have like a trillion dollars or Microsoft, <laughs> right? Yeah. But but most of the startup companies and so on, they go and they borrow money, you know, to for research and things like that. But the interesting is uh, do tech stocks do well in a recession? Well, the good news is that tech stocks are generally the first, uh, the first out of the gate mm. new bull market. So they borrow all this money and they research, but when the bull market comes, they're the first out of the gate. So everything sells. That's, you know, it's because a recession office prompts the fed to lower back interest rates Right, and lower interest rates help in you know, the, stocks outperform for the same reason that they tend to underperform in a rising uh interest rate. again the opposite right, right. the opposite <laughs> keeps coming up <laughs> and you know it's really funny because in my when i read i do a lot of reading stuff and all that right and what i find is this decade is much like i think like the 1990s mm. when in 1989 to 1991 92 the housing markets fell um, windows came to life in 1993 and it changed the way that we did things, you know, technology every 20 years or so will change the way we live. So in the 1990s, we didn't need the typewriter and the whiteout and that kind of stuff. anymore. <laughs> and right? kids, yeah, we did need those things. That was the thing. And when he talks about windows, it's not that thing you're looking out to see, <laughs> to see whether or not it's raining outside. The windows is the operating system on your computer and believe it or not, we didn't have one. We had we had yeah. DOS. It was C yeah. colon backslash backslash <laughs> WinWord, whatever it was that we were trying to launch. That you had I to, know. And now now all these kids know coding. We had uh, maybe a preliminary yeah. version of that if you were operating a PC. And we couldn't. In the early uh, 90s. And we couldn't. Well, we couldn't ask Google. Who did we ask? Remember? For a while, I asked Jeeves. I don't know if Jeeves, that counted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's who we asked. We asked Jeeves, right? That's right. So look at today. Fast forward your life now to 2023 and Windows and things. That's just part of Netflix, mm -hmm. part of our lives. Back then, we had to go into Blockbuster to watch movies. Now, <laughs> it came right to your house. Yeah. Right? So all that stuff has changed. And that's what's going to drive this decade of growth. Right. So if you're investing your money, doesn't matter what age you are. You need a bit of this kind of stuff to help you go because as we live longer, you don't want the old traditional way of doing it. You might want, but you want to change things. So, for example, review your bond holdings, right? Many uh, yield generating investments, you know, including long dated bonds, um, as well as certain real estate investments, REITs, again, acronym, right? REITs, it's real estate investments. You know, these things can be particularly sensitive in rising interest rates right, right. So and the can, read is that retail investment uh yeah it's like it's investing in commercial properties right. and so on got it so we know what's happening with you know retail and things like that so you have to always always really look at things you know you, you see because rising interest rates can lower the value of your bonds when interest rates go up bonds go down so currently in your portfolio therefore consider looking at other investments, look at high quality stocks that pay dividends mm. to supplement the bond income. And lots of Canadian companies play good dividends, you know. Um, so so now is the time to relook those things. Now, now that the summer is here, 
you know, change of season, maybe you need to take a, a look and do some tweaking to your portfolio, just like you do with your clothing and everything else for the summer. Take the same approach with your money. Don't complicate your life. Look at what you have. And, you know, if you use some common sense, you'll be fine. Get an advisor, call them because they will help you um, get where you want to get to. If you don't have one, you know, I always say, go and call me, go on my website, ask questions or whatever. But, um, you know, I wish more and more people would get a financial advisor because I think it'll, it'll, it'll soften the way we think about money. It won't, we won't make knee-jerk reactions, you know, to things that we do when it comes to our money. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, speaking of, from the uh, perspective of a guy, you know, you mm. never want to ask for help, right? You don't want to ask for directions. <laughs> you don't want to ask for help. You don't want to admit that you don't know something. But once you do, life mm. gets so much easier. Once you've got someone helping you out, once you got a little piece of advice, or maybe they tell you, you know what, you're doing great. Everything's going yeah. fine. Then exactly. you're reassured that you're on the right path. And that's yes. something that you can do if you've got an advisor in your corner. Maybe you know, this feels like the right time to say 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. That's the number to get a hold of Kelvin. And askkelvin.ca is the website. Ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And you know, honestly, I think that that's some of the things that can be the most stressful or the most um, you know, nerve-wracking are things that you don't know, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're the things that you're, you're, you're scared of because you don't understand right. them. And right. admitting that is the first part of the battle. And, and, you know, people need to get away from thinking, you know, all these fees they're going to have to pay right. and all of that. Of course, you pay fees for everything. You know, you got to minimize your fee. And you also have to look at your return. If my return, if I'm looking for a 7% return, mm -hmm. right? That's all I care about. Yeah. How do I feel if I make seven or lose seven? So if the money manager charges you seven, well, what do you care? You're getting what you want mm -hmm. and you're resting and you're sleeping at night. And that's what people have to worry about. Can I sleep at night? Maybe, you know, after the break, I'll we'll, we'll talk about, you know, what investments should you avoid during a recession? Perfect. And that's coming up on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or pick up the phone and give him a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned as we continue with Your Life, Your Money on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. I am Chris Creston, and this is 640 Toronto. You can visit Kelvin's website at askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And click on the schedule call link to book a date and time of your choosing when you can sit down and have a chat with Kelvin about fine-tuning your investing. You can also give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Now, Kelvin, just before we took the commercial break, we were talking about... Uh, you're, you're mentioning that we could talk about where you shouldn't be investing and what you shouldn't be investing in under the current economic situation, under the high inflation, 
high interest rate environment. Yeah. So, that, so you know, there's certain investments I think that uh, you, you want to avoid. And those are those high yield bonds because mm. when rates go up, bonds go down. Uh, you know, your first instinct might be to let go all your stocks and move into bonds because, again, we it's it's the opposite thinking. But high yield bonds can be particularly you know risky because the the your value goes down. You know, a bond is a is a a, um, a commitment to repay a debt, hmm. right? So. You gotta you gotta look at that. The old saying is rates go up, bonds go down, so don't hold bonds, right? Other things to avoid is stocks that are highly leveraged. Like we talked about high tech companies. Mm -hmm. They're highly leveraged because they borrow a lot of money. So of course, a one point, a quarter point, a two point rate. Think of your mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have a variable mortgage. It started out at two, now it's at you know five, or your payments have doubled or tripled. And those are the anxieties that you have, right? Um you know, consumer discretionary companies, companies that kind of just do things discretion, like, you know, kind of guess, almost. I shouldn't say guess, but, mm -hmm. you know, do things like that. So, so try and avoid those things, you know, think about what you do, think about what you buy and how you shop. And those are kind of things you should, those are kind of companies you should, uh, you should hold in your portfolio. One thing that's really interesting is instead of using all these things as negative, maybe we should put a positive spin and look at in times like this, invest, you know, tax efficiently. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? You know, to mitigate taxes, consider holding less uh, efficient investments in tax advantage accounts and more tax efficient accounts. So as volatility drives down the value of some investments, you know, you'd like to sell those losses in your taxable accounts could help you offset capital gains down the road. So that's the old buy low, sell high kind of thing. So if your portfolio is down, maybe think of re maybe think of selling that particular stock, crystallizing the capital loss because a capital loss can be carried forever now. And that'll help you in the future because many people over the last little while bought condos, you know, rentals and, things like that, where someday you're going to have to pay the capital gains tax. So when the markets, when these things happen every so often, maybe instead of worrying, maybe sit back, talk to your advisor and see, should I take a loss and move on from there? But keep in mind that short-term buying and selling in anticipation of market swings, you know, isn't what you should really do on your own. Like don't, again, don't use your emotions to do this. Do use it use a qualified financial advisor to help you make the, those decisions, right? You know, many studies uh, have confirmed that the attempts to time the market by getting in and out usually fails. Doesn't end very well for many people, right? And and the missing event, the missing events like a handful of best days in the markets could have serious consequences in your results. Right, there's only ten best days in the stock markets. Which are those days? Well, I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. Just so the 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 advice is to stay invested, tweak your portfolio, look at your holdings, but stay the course. Because the best approach is to stay invested in a portfolio that's diversified across 
and within all asset class, meaning you hold everything, consumer goods, oil and gas, AI, you name it, you have it, right? Um, and, and always remember that uh, these adjustments will fit into your long-term goals and plans. And like, I, like we started off the show, revisit your investment goals because that really tells the tale on where, you, on where you're going to be, right? So you don't sit and worry too much about, you know, am I going to lose all my money, right? You know, I think you're, you're just mentioning that uh, if uh, you are holding on to some stock that's uh, sort of underperforming, maybe you want to take a loss. Do you find that people sit and hold on to things uh, almost like for sentimental value or like you think, uh, I, I just, if I wait one more day, it'll be the day, it'll come back, it'll come back yeah. and I can make my money back on it. Do you think that people hold on too long sometimes for that reason? I think I think we're finding less and less of that. Mm -hmm. I think what's happening is people, uh, because of these type of shows and other shows about money and on TV and radio and so on, I think people are kind of getting the idea that you know, don't worry too much. You know, don't try and outguess the market. Don't be a, a know-it-all. You know, mm -hmm. be a learn-it-all. Learn about the markets. Learn about how money works. And, and don't make knee-jerk reactions because it really has long consequences for you, you know? Um, I remember a long time ago when I first got in, people would jump in and they would invest their money like they're taking the subway. They're mm -hmm. in and out, in and out, in and out. Well, don't be doing that because that doesn't prove, to, that doesn't do anything for you. It just makes you more, you know, I'm never investing in the stock market again because right. I lose all this money. You pull all your money out and then you're back in because you heard about another hot stock and then you, yeah. And, and remember, you know, people have to remember that 10% of the wealthiest Americans, the really wealthy, right? Mm -hmm. They hold 89% of the stocks in the Dow. So do you really think that they make knee-jerk reactions when these kind of interest rates go up and down and inflation? So no, they stay the course. They revamp their portfolio. And they stayed, of course, because that's the 10, that's 10% 10 of the wealthiest people in the world. They're not going to fool around with their wealth. So take that approach and you'll be fine, right? Awesome. And that is how you fine tune and you tweak and you make sure that your investments are in the right place for the current market situation. Talking about higher interest, talking about inflation and talking about where we are at in the market today. And if you've got any questions or you've got any ideas that you want to start to apply to your own investments, you don't have a financial advisor, give Kelvin a call. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN and askkelvin.ca. Kelvin, thanks again for making this another great Sunday. You've distilled a lot of important information for us. And uh, again, if you want to get a hold of Kelvin, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L vin.ca kelvin thank you for making us part of your sunday and you as well chris thank you thank you everyone out there for making us part of your sunday as well stay tuned to 640 toronto the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment